This month, I'm going to travel to Italy, to the region of Tuscany, for a short vacation. And I'm here in my bathroom, packing my bags. Now, I always travel super light, so all my clothes and other stuff will have to fit in this tiny bag, which can fit underneath the chair of my airplane seat. I want to share with you in this episode of The Walk why I always travel light and how that habit has changed my life. Let's go for a walk. I want to share with you something very, very cool. So I'm in the middle of the forest, but right here in front of me and behind me is this concrete track and this is made specifically for bikes so you can ride your bike for kilometers for miles from one place to another through the woods thanks to this amazing concrete path i have to be careful though i'm walking here and i know that there are going to be bikes or even groups of bikes uh, that are going to pass me by so if i go too much in the, if I walk too much in the center, I may actually be a danger to them, and they could also be a danger to me. It happened uh, a number of years ago, maybe six, eight years ago. Um, I was going on vacation with my three friends, also priests, and this time we would go to Spain. We had rented a small house in the middle of uh, of Spain, surrounded by hills and olive trees. And in order to get there, we had to fly, I think, to Madrid. And uh, from Madrid, we would uh, rent a car and, and drive to that, uh, that cottage. And uh, we flew from Rotterdam. Uh, it was uh, the most affordable way to, to travel. And I had packed uh, just a small bag uh, because it was going to be a short vacation. I think it was just... 10 days and so I didn't really want to take any heavy luggage also because I had to travel by train from the place where I lived in Amersfoort to Rotterdam and it's always very cumbersome in the train to have like big suitcases because there's basically no place where you can store them so I traveled light I had a small bag with just the, the clothes that I would need and uh, I, I used some shampoo uh, to to wash them during my vacation. The three other friends, my colleagues, had all several pieces of luggage. They had actually even paid extra so they could bring along more stuff. And so we, we get on the plane and it's a very short flight. It's in Spain. It's just a, a bit more than, uh, I think, two hours. And then when we land, I, I'm ready to, to walk outside uh, so I was going to make arrangements for uh, the rental car. And then uh, they, uh, my friends go to the pickup place uh, for, for the luggage. And I figured, well, just, I'm going to uh, arrange things for the car. And then when I come back, they will have their, their suitcases and we can, we can go. So I have the rental car. And then I return to the, the what is it? The, 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 where you can greet the people that come out of the, of the <laughs> what is it, the customs zone. And they're not there yet. And so I wait and wait and wait and wait. And it takes so long. And like after more than an hour, they finally come out, only with their hand luggage, 
And they tell me that, unfortunately, uh, the rest of their luggage is still in Rotterdam. So there has been an error, a mistake. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So I'm just being passed by this, this group of uh, older bikers. Uh, nowadays, they all have their electrical bikes, so they go so fast. It's almost, you know, dangerous and without helmets here in the Netherlands. You know, I never drive around with a helmet, but if I would have an e-bike and going so fast, oh, I definitely wear a helmet because if you crash at that speed, yeah, <laughs> you're going to have some trouble. Um, anyway, so it turns out they don't have their luggage and, uh, well, they can't wait for the next flight because the next flight is only going to be tomorrow. And so, well, we get into the car, we drive all the way to the middle of Spain. And that was the problem. We were very far away from, from Madrid. And so it took, I think, three or four days for their luggage to finally be delivered to the nearest town where they could pick it up. And so for four days, the poor guys, they, they didn't have any clothes or they only had the clothes that they took with them. They didn't have their walking shoes. They didn't have their books. Um, only their phones. And uh, that is when I realized that traveling light actually really, really has its benefits. And I've never changed after that. I always pack light. Even if I go on longer trips, like the last time I went to the United States, I just take two pieces of everything. So two pairs of socks, two pieces of underwear, two shirts. Um, I only take one piece, one, one shirt, one clergy shirt, because uh, I only wear that when we, for instance, have to go to, to mass, uh, you know, present ourselves to the, to the local uh, priest. Um, and, and I can wash these as well. So uh, one hat and that's it. And then I still usually have some room for uh, my iPad. I always, or and this time I won't take my iPad. Instead, I will take my new MacBook Air. The reason being that I would like to do some editing on location and that is still much easier to do on the laptop compared to uh, an iPad. You know what, there are actually so many bikers right now and I understand because it's a gorgeous day for a bike ride. I'm going to step over to the path adjacent to the bike lane here, uh, which I think is one of those horse tracks uh, oh yeah, definitely horse tracks because I can see <laughs> I can see what they, they left behind here. This is uh, horse manure, so I still have to watch where I walk. But at least there won't be this risk of me uh, getting run over <laughs> by, by all these fast bikers. <laughs> there is a spiritual dimension to traveling light. And it goes back to a lot of Bible stories where people are on the move. Uh, these, these early stories. Look at Abraham, for instance, who is called by the Lord to leave everything behind and to follow him on a journey. Think of Moses, who leads his people into the desert for 40 years, um, where they have to leave everything behind. Not that they had much, because of course they were slaves uh, in, in Egypt, but for 
uh, for uh, an entire generation they had to live in the desert without much, without many possessions, just a few tents and, and that was it. Uh, their most treasured possession was the Ark of the Covenant uh, and, and that had been given to them along, along the way during, during their trip. Uh, let's see, let me go to the left here. And, uh, and then later on in the Gospel you also see that Jesus is constantly on the move. He is traveling and he also sends his disciples to travel two by two. And he gives them a very specific admonition. Don't take extra stuff. I would say in translation, travel light. Just don't, don't take extra, an extra uh, walking stick or extra shoes or, or money. Um, just go wherever the Holy Spirit leads you. And then also, don't, don't worry about where you're going to stay or what you're going to eat. Uh, don't, don't go from place to place. Um, people will feed you. If, if you work hard, then people will understand that you deserve, uh, you, you deserve a living. You, you deserve hospitality and food. Um, and, and, and just stay there. If, if people um, welcome you, don't think... Like, oh, where am I going to stay tomorrow? Just stay put in one place. And even when people kick you out, just go. Just just move. Leave that, that behind as well. Travel light. Don't hold on to anything. Not even your reputation. It, so even failure, because that, that's what Jesus described. If people don't want to listen to you, you may be tempted. This is my interpretation to consider that a failure and you may want you may be tempted to to stay there and to put in more effort but then is it truly about the mission or is it about your ego instead leave it travel light move on to the next village where people will receive you and so jesus shows in in his own journey or on his own journeys and in the advice that he gives to his disciples that he wants them to travel light and the reason for that is it frees your your mind it opens your heart if you're constantly worried about your belongings if you have enough if it will be enough if you are constantly uh, um, think um, and and ponder about what could what could go wrong uh, all the eventualities along the along the journey um, you may you may lose focus of why you are on that journey you, you will need so much energy for <laughs> preparing that it may prevent you from 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 going from even going and so uh, I, I think what Jesus wanted was that there that that his disciples his followers were just as filled with the message and with the love of his father as he was. And that that would be enough for them, that they would learn along the way to trust that God would provide. And for me, that is the most important thing to realize about traveling light. Uh, it, it trains you in not overthinking things, in keeping your focus on where you want to go 
instead of how you're going to get there or what you're going to do when you're there or what you're going to do in case you won't go get there. Uh, if, you, if, you, if you spend too much time worrying about stuff that ultimately is not really essential to your mission, you will lose focus on, on that particular mission. This is also true for work. You know, you can, you can, instead of focusing, let me apply that to myself. Um, I, I, I've had a time in my life, and sometimes I'm still tempted to fall back in that behavior, where I felt like I had to be everything for everyone. I had to be the perfect parish priest. I had to be, you know, this successful podcaster who would not just cater to one group of people. No, I wanted to create podcasts about every single topic that I could remotely think of. Because maybe, maybe that's how I can bring in people who, like me, like, like science fiction or Star Wars, but then I also like cooking, so maybe I should start a cooking show. Maybe I should not just make shows in, in English, but I should also make them in Dutch. Hey, what the heck? I, I speak French very well. Why don't I do a French podcast? And so I started multiplying all these different initiatives. And what happened was it encumbered my life. I wasn't able to do anything very well because my mind was so scattered. My energy was scattered and was used up by all this this myriad of of initiatives and ultimately it didn't get me anywhere i lost my focus on on what, what is my real mission god never told me like you need to have at least a hundred thousand followers and until then you're not really doing your job as a priest god is not about that i realize that my vocation is uh, God wants me to be his instrument to reach people and to help them change their lives, to take them on a journey with me. And so my focus should be on you, it should be on your transformation. Let God take care of the numbers. <laughs> and, and, and if it doesn't work, just stop doing it. This is another thing. I was so often tempted to just keep doing what I did, even though... Uh, a certain podcast or a video series just didn't work. Clearly didn't work because nobody cared. And, and I, I was like, okay, I, but I need to hang on. And I'm all about persistence. I'm all about, you know, not, not uh, giving up too quickly. But if it's clearly not something that you were called to do, then just leave it behind. Travel light. Just go to the next village. Go to the next audience and see if you can mean something to them. Your mission should not be about you worrying about stuff but it should be about the people that you're sent to and what they need. And then God will take care of what you need. That is the logic, I think, of, of traveling light. It's just worry. Don't, don't worry about your stuff, but think about your destination and about your mission. So at the start of this episode, I told you that the habit of traveling light actually had a much bigger impact on my life than just on vacation times alone, just on travel alone. It actually helped me to change my mindset when it comes to the way that I overstuff my life with luggage, you could say uh, symbolic luggage, that, that burdens me instead of helping me and that makes it harder to move ahead. For me, the most important area where traveling light has had an effect is on the amount of work that I do. I used to uh, 
to try to do so much at the same time. And I felt like I was only valuable if I did enough. <laughs> I could only tell myself, good job, if I had stretched myself and, and, and if I had made, I don't know, two podcasts and three videos. I would work late at night. Nobody ever told me to make so much content, but there was this fear that if I wouldn't do that, it wouldn't be enough. And so um, I, um, I decided, well, why don't I apply that mindset of uh, traveling light to the way I travel in a, in, a, in a certain way through life when it comes to work. Instead of stuffing my, my days with all this heavy luggage, all, the, all these burdens, self-imposed, self-inflicted burdens, why don't I start at what is, what is really necessary for me to accomplish my, my mission? What did God ask me to do during my journey in life? And I've said it before, God never mentioned any numbers. He didn't talk about, <laughs> about the amount of videos or podcasts that I had to produce. He didn't talk about likes or comments or engagement. He just wanted me to be a priest, to be helpful to others by sharing his gospel, his message. It's not about what I make. It's about what he tells me to, to, to uh, pass on to you. That, that is what discipleship is all about. But it's something that I often forget and I replace it with my own stuff, with the things that I feel like I have to do, I have to make to, to be good enough. Well, the thing is, traveling light uh, may seem very abstract until you try it. For some people, it may even seem or sound impossible. Like, how could I ever go on a, on, a, on a vacation for two or three weeks with just hand luggage. It's just not working. I, I need more. And then I would, I would challenge you, give it a try. Try to cram everything in a bag that is so small that you can put it under the seat of the chair in front of you and then see if that's enough. And, and there's always this safeguard, this... this uh, safety solution that if you if you ever miss something if you're like oh i should have taken uh, a raincoat that that happened to me when i was walking the, the walk of the world and 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 they predicted rain and i i had forgotten my raincoat uh, you can just get a poncho for two or three bucks so you can always get it locally <laughs> so but it's much better to take too less too little with you than too much and uh, the same is true for for work so I decided at one point, I am really going, I wrote that down in my journal in the morning, I am going to finish work, working at 5 p.m. Because 5 p.m., that's when it's time for me to read and to study. And that is important too. So no matter how far I, I, I came, no matter if, if the video is finished or not, I stop at 5 p.m. And it's so important to do that and not try to keep cramming more into the day because, and this was for me the big confirmation and help, I noticed that people really didn't care. Like I was, I was like, okay, but my TikTok audience, they're waiting for the next video. 
And then I, I posted a video and I apologized in the comments, like, sorry, it took so long for me to make this video. And several of my followers told me, you know what? Don't worry about it. We, we, this, you give us videos that are so good that it's worth looking forward to. We're actually, the, the weight makes it better. And we want you to, to, to keep doing this. So please take good care of yourself. Take enough time to prepare this. Don't overdo it. It's not that we don't have anything to do, but watch your videos. So don't worry about us. Just worry about how you can stay energized and how you can make more of these videos in a sustainable way. And uh, that, that was one of those moments that I realized, yeah, they're telling me that it's, you know, it's good enough. There is enough in my fridge. I don't have to worry about not having enough content for whatever eventuality or whatever perceived audience that is that, that wants me to do that it's it's good as it is and and so now i stop at 5 p.m i go read a book and you know what the next day i actually uh work better i have more energy i feel my life is more in balance so that's what i wanted to share with you for those of you that are supporting me on patreon first of all thank you so much for your support it it really helps me it's the only way that i can move forward with this kind of work um you can look forward to another extra mile that I'm going to walk with you. I do that every week. And if you want to join that community of fellow, my fellowship, basically, the, the patrons, they're my fellowship. If you want to join my fellowship, go over to patreon.com slash fatherroderick and see if there's something you can do. Thanks for watching. See you next time. God bless.